Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. As we have said before, those individuals transporting illegal drugs on America's highways should make every effort to drive safe and obey every single traffic law they can think of, lest they be pulled over and not let go. But you can go overboard with that. And I'm sure 63-year-old Mark Doyle of Oregon was trying to do just that on the Pennsylvania Turnpike because he had 500 pounds of marijuana in the back of a panel truck he was driving. Unfortunately, to him, that meant go 40 miles an hour in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. And as it turns out, that attracts just as much attention by police as going 95. <laughs> well, you want to be cautious. No, that's too cautious. Don't want to get it, you know, any of your pot bruised in the van. <laughs> well, Cliff. Yeah? You ever go to work some days and you just feel like, you know, the way things go, you're working with... Hump the Wonder Camel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just You mean like somebody walking around, guess what day it is? Yes. Guess what day it is? Yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. What day is it? Exactly right. It's hump day. It's, yes. <laughs> working with Hump the Wonder Camel today. Well, Cliff? Yeah? Let's do it. Let's go right to All that right. phone line and see who we have. Hi, who's this? Oh, Les Gutright. All right, do you have a phrase for us today, Les? Uh, yes, I do. All righty. A wise monkey. Never monkeys with another monkey's monkey. Well, that's pretty simple, Cliff, and I've heard that a million times in my <laughs> I've lifetime. never heard that before in my entire Are life. Are you serious? No. <laughs> I don't know. I think Confucius came up with that one or I something don't think like that. that. Was Confucius. I think it might have been. <laughs> We'd now news of just one more way us fat, lazy, and good nothing Americans are destroying the world in which we live. And yes, it does come from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. A new report from a New York-based environmental group called Natural Resources Defense Council says the forests in Canada are being destroyed at an alarming rate. They say over a 10-year period ending in 2015, an area of virgin forest roughly the size of Ohio was lost to logging. And while you might think that wood that was cut down would go to, say, home construction, it's instead feeding something else that Americans have a voracious appetite for. Toilet paper. It turns out our delicate backsides like to have soft and plush yet strong toilet paper, which can only be made from a paper pulp called Northern Bleached Softwood Craft, and that comes only from a certain species of tree growing in that region of Canada. These researchers say the average four person household in the U.S. uses over 100 pounds of toilet paper annually, far outpacing the rest of the globe. They add, Toilet paper in the U.S., a $31 billion a year industry, which is remarkable considering 150 years ago, most of us did the same thing with a corn cob. <laughs> What's the rest of the world doing? <laughs> you really want the answer to that question? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Now I can tell by your look, I do not want that answer. Yeah. I guess I live a very uh, boring life, Cliff, because... You mean 
your lab coat and safety glasses just aren't that exciting. Well, I actually went out last night. Oh, you did? Yes. Out? And wow. this is why I think I must live a boring life. Okay. I went to a basketball game Yeah. in Boonville, the sectional. You actually went to the uh, sectional in tur- tournament in Boonville? Yes. And while I'm there, and it was a huge crowd, and okay. of course you have to stand in line. I mean, I stood in line forever to get in. Yeah. And there was a group of girls in front of me. Mm-hmm. I would say a little over high school age. Okay. And they were all discussing yeah. the Oscars of all things. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yes. And that uh, Cooper dude. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Yeah. How they sang to each other, and they were debating amongst themselves whether yeah. there was something going on. <laughs> Between these two, <laughs> and well, it was a heated discussion. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch it live. Went to bed before it actually happened Sunday night. It was recommended that I find it and watch it online, and I did yesterday afternoon. And during the source of the Google search of trying to find the video, yes, I found for every like one place where I could watch the video, I found like ten other websites where they were discussing just exactly what those girls were discussing. <laughs> I never expected that at a basketball game. At a basketball game. Yes, they were into it. I mean, big time. And I'm sitting there as they were talking, and yeah. the line slowly but surely moved. Yeah. I got to thinking, if you was Bradley Cooper's girlfriend, yeah. this would be your night. You know, it started off pretty good. We walked down some red carpet. Yeah. A bunch of people took our pictures. I got to sit with a bunch of famous actors and actresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this clown I came to the show with gets up and serenades another woman right in front of the world and me. It's the worst date ever, Cliff, right there. The worst date ever. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that a company in Russia is planning to put ads in space by shining a powerful beam of light into the night sky. Really? Yes. Ads in space? Yes. Okay. And so I got to thinking, Yeah. what could Batman do with this? <laughs> I think he could make some money from this, Cliff. I think Batman, Batman could use this. Yes. Okay. He could get sponsors for this. Yeah. Like this. Tonight's Bat Signal mm-hmm. brought to you by Kramer's Auto Care in Princeton. <laughs> and then have the message afterwards. What do you think? Huh? Might as well make yeah, some money you off might, of it. Well, how much would you charge for that? Well, I don't know. How much would that be worth? I think? don't I have no idea. I mean, it would be, uh, it'd have to be pretty expensive because... I mean, everyone can see it. And if there's a bad signal, that means something bad. Something happening. bad is happening. It draws everyone's attention. So it's got to be a premium price. You're, th- uh, that you're absolutely right there. Yes, it would have to be, Cliff. Yeah. Tonight's bat signal, brought to you by Kramer's Car Care. I'm and- surprised, you know, Batman hasn't, you know, gotten like a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he hasn't, does he? <laughs> no. With his money, he still uses that signal thing with the light. Yes. Doesn't need that anymore. Cliff, getting back to the uh, Batman and the cell phone. Yeah. That would be a really, really long cell phone he would have to use. <laughs> Batman. Yes. Oh, yeah, because his, his mouth is down here and his ears are all the way up there. <laughs> yes. That's probably why he doesn't have a they cell just, phone. They just use that spotlight thing. Yes. Be- for the signal. That's exactly right. Well, Cliff. Yes. I know this is a long shot and long shots rarely pay off. Thus, yeah. they're long shots. True. But I was afraid last night that this might happen. What's that? And that's why I wrote a note yeah. on the back of the Morning Roadshow coaster that I took to the basketball game in Boonville. You took a coaster? Yes. To the 
sectional ball game. Yes. Well, you have to have a place to put your drink. You don't want to leave <laughs> wet spots on the bleachers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Nobody wants that. No. And so I took the coaster with me, and I yeah. thought I might, I might accidentally leave it in all of the excitement, and it yeah. was an exciting game. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So you left it there. Yes. Okay. So if anybody was at the game and they run into a morning road show coaster and yeah. probably be the only coaster you'll find in the gym it has our picture True. on it it's got our picture on the front of it and on the back of it yeah. the note says help me i'm lost <laughs> with a little smiley face <laughs> if you could somehow get that back to us okay i would like to have my coaster back clicked <laughs> yeah because there are limited editions yeah that's right yeah. and so the next game i go to yeah. i won't have a coaster to put my drink on and i'll mm-hmm. be getting uh, the bleachers you'll, you'll, all wet you'll have wet spots on the bleachers yes and you don't want that so absolutely not if you find it you can bring it into our country 98 one studios mm-hmm. you can mail it back Nineteen hundred West Broadway in Princeton. I'd appreciate it if you'd do that. We these people in Sacramento, California found out that there are more than more ways than just appearance to identify perpetrators. Carrie and Glenn Halen were in the upstairs of their home last week when they heard noises downstairs and upon investigating found the problem. A man and woman had broken into their home and were cooking food, and both were completely naked and getting ready to shower. After a heated argument, the naked people dressed and left, but what remained was a smell that the homeowners told a local TV station would allow them to identify the intruders again, were they to smell it, describing it as sewer mixed with vomit, mixed with B.O., mixed with dirty feet. And they add, it was enough to make your eyes water. I don't know what uh, argument you could have, Cliff, if you broke into someone's house. Yeah, if someone says, get out of my house. And you were disrobed. <laughs> what, 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 what's your what, what, platform that's there? That's exactly for, right. For, no, I need to stay here. <laughs> and we're less than 40 minutes away, Cliff. 40 minutes from now. Oh, is it that W thing? Yes. All righty. From 9 till 9.30, we'll play only artists whose name starts with the letter W. If we can come up with enough to fill out the 30 minutes. Okay. And because of that, Cliff, yesterday after 10 o'clock, I had to go into our Country 98.1 Music Library. Now, I want you to picture what our library looks like. Mm -hmm. It's this huge room, floor to ceiling, with records in there and cardboard cases. Okay. And we have ladders in there with little hooks on them, and they slide from aisle to aisle, just kind of like a library that you've seen on TV. And that's what it looks like. And I'm climbing up and down the ladder, looking at different (laughs) records to play for today, sliding the ladder back and forth. Picture me with my uh, blue Levi jeans on (laughs) and Spider-Man underwear. That's what it looked like yesterday in our music library. (laughs) Because, you know, most people... Keep their Spider-Man underwear hidden under their Levi jeans. Mine were. <laughs> I just wanted you to get the picture of what our library looks like yeah, while I was climbing not, around in there yesterday. Really, it's not. We didn't need to know that. It doesn't enhance the image. In fact, it might detract from the image of you ruffling through the music library searching for artists whose names begin with W. Well, I stumbled upon something while I was doing that. Uh, okay. I stumbled upon a song that we yeah. didn't have in our possession. Really? That I could not believe of this major artist, we didn't have this song. Okay. And so I scrounged about yesterday afternoon somewhere else, Mm -hmm. and I found a copy of this, Cliff, and that's going to be our cool classic this hour. Okay. I can't believe this Mm. was not in 
our music library. Interesting. And it's from George Strait. Huh. Yes. Okay. That's coming up on the Morning Road Show. Cliff, to your defense, I know you don't know a lot of the music here because you're working on the news all of the time. That's correct. And when I whispered in in Sweet Cliff's ear... Yeah, Sweet the, Cliff's Ear. Yes, what the song was by George Strait that we yeah. didn't have in our music library. Yeah. His first reaction was, I've heard of that myself. <laughs> Is that not so true? That's, so that's actually saying something. Yeah. Yes. And we didn't, have, we didn't have that. No, but we do today. You're going to hear it coming up on the Morning Road Show. Hard to believe, Cliff, <laughs> that we did not have we Marina did- Del Rey. <laughs> We didn't have that song. I I can't believe that. And what's, what year was that from? Now that I can't tell you. I would oh my say gosh. I didn't look that part up. I was scrounging around trying to find the uh, song yesterday. But there he is, George Strait, with our cool classic on the Morning Road Show. Don't forget at 9 o'clock, all artists from 9 to 9.30, their name will start yeah. with the letter W. 1982, by the way. 1982. Yeah. Wow. Well, there it is. Now... I was looking also, Cliff, mm-hmm. Willie Nelson, Yeah. probably known for uh, well, a certain song that he wrote, and Patsy Cline made it hugely <laughs> famous. Everybody knows the name of it. It's crazy, yeah. of course. Yeah. We didn't have a copy of Willie doing his actual his, song uh, His own wrote. song? Yes. <laughs> but we do now. Okay. Because I went scrounging around yesterday. All righty. And that's one of the W's you'll hear between 9 and 9.30. Well, Cliff. Yeah. You've got to have a certain level of, I'm good and I know I'm good to pull this off. What are you talking about? Snakeskin cowboy boot roller skates. I've seen them online. <laughs> they are regular looking cowboy boots made out yeah. of snakeskin. We've uh-huh. all seen them. Yeah. But they also transfer into roller skates. <laughs> That's a hard look to pull off right no, there. You're absolutely right. And the potential for failure is quite high. Is is hugely high. <laughs> Huge. It would be awesome, though. I mean, that's the yeah. perfect, the yeah. perfect spring day drinking attire. Snakeskin cowboy boot rollerblades. Yeah, since we've been scrounging around in the vast library there down at 98.1, how about scrounging around trying to find Wedding Jennings, the taker? Oh, it's a good one. Also written by the great man, Chris Christopherson, who's still alive and kicking. He's still alive? <laughs> Chris Christopherson? Yes. Apparently he is. Wouldn't he be like about, you know, 80, 82 by now? Oh, you'd have to be. <laughs> I saw a survey this morning, Cliff, that uh, kind of surprised me. Spain. Spain? Spain. Okay. Is now the healthiest country in the world. Really? The average um, Spaniard can live and expect to live yeah. an extremely long life, which really surprises me. Why would you say as that? As much as they dress up as matadors, I would think that would kind of, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, drop the age there a little bit on the average. Just saying. <laughs> it's hard to believe that we have an excessive amount of W's here at Country 98. We thought we were going to come up short when we first started this project. We're not even going to get close to all of the W's yeah. in, in this 30 minutes. We could have done an hour, Cliff. Well, it's too late now. I know. It's too late now, but we could have done an entire hour. Well, Cliff, our mm-hmm. take it to the bank this morning. Yes. I really like this one. Okay. If you have ever considered yourself an amateur or a professional noodler, <laughs> this story is for you, especially if you're a Hoosier. I didn't even know that there was such a thing as a professional noodler. Well, you better not get in, caught in public in Indiana noodling or you're going to be in huge trouble. 
How about in private? Can you noodle in private? No, no noodling whatsoever. You can't even do it in private. Not in the whole state. Ooh. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Oh. Ready, Cliff? I suppose. All right, here it is. It's for all the folks that love to fish. All right. It is illegal in Indiana to catch fish by using dynamite. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a little dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Gunshots. Oh, I didn't know that. You can't do you that can't either. shoot into the water. No. Okay. And you can't use your bare hands. Well, that's the noodling thing, isn't it? Yes. I've seen that on TV now that you, I've put two and two together. That's where people, um, I don't know, shove their bare hand into a hole in the water and see what comes out. Yes, it's kind of like a magic act, <laughs> exactly. only in the water. Right. I don't know what's at the bottom of this hole, but I'm going in after it. Now, why you would do that, is, I have is no... It's beyond me. Yes. And, I mean, I guess the... Uh, the thrill of catching a giant catfish on the end of your arm <laughs> is just too much for some people to to resist. Although, for you, the water couldn't be very deep. <clears throat> no, it couldn't. <laughs> I wonder what a catfish wrapped around your arm would feel like. It would probably hurt. You think it would? <laughs> yeah. When I've seen people on TV doing it, they end up bloody. Well, yeah, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> but anyway, Cliff, noodling. you can't noodle anywhere in Indiana. Noodling. Is illegal in Indiana. I'm not sure, but I don't even think you can do it on your property. Really? They want you to keep your hand out of the hole if you don't know what's in there. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense to me. I mean, but if it's my property, I know what's in my hole. You have no idea what's in there. <laughs> None. Zero. I've been thinking about that noodling, Cliff. Yeah. There are places. Yeah. In different closets in my house. Yeah. That I don't want to stick my hand in there. I'm scared to death of a brown recluse spider, though yes. I've never seen one in my life that I know of. Right. But for some reason, and, and for I think they can jump. I don't think they can jump, but I, I can see your point. I mean, why would you stick your hand in, down in muddy water that you can't see what's down in there and grab, grab a hold of it and pull it out? Would you? No. <laughs> for $100? For $100? No, that's okay. 500 I'm, $500. $500 would you stick your hand in a hole that you didn't know what was in it? In the murky Wabash River. In the River. murky Wabash River. Yes. No gloves. No gloves? No gloves. Go in there barehanded. <laughs> Five, maybe $500. I'm not sure I'd catch anything, but I'd put my hand in there. And you would fully extend all the way in. That's I mean, right. don't short arm it. Don't, well, don't, don't, don't pull a weed and go short arm. That's right. Don't do, do the, the crocodile. Do the whole thing. Yeah, sure, why not? All right. Well, if you got $500 to blow, we got the man that'll stick his hand in a hole. Right. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day start with number three. The naked people dressed and left. Number two, leave wet spots in the bleachers. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, keep your hand out of the hole if you don't know what's in there. <laughs> Be a good name for a rock band. I believe you're right. Keep your hand out of the hole. <laughs> If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.